DGENs assemble. Welcome to Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as always is Andrew TD King. Rob, how are we doing, sir? Good evening. Great, man. Yeah, good evening. Uh, it's a little sad when, when one of the contests gets filled up, right? The big board filled up last night, and uh, it's a little sad. I'm just sitting here waiting for them to bring out maybe a super flex, you know, something something unique. Uh, but until then, I guess the little board will serve its purpose. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, rest in peace, the big board. That was, uh, that was really sad. We did have a special show planned this evening, and we're going to put that on the back burners for now. So look out for some updates in the coming weeks, hopefully after underdog drops the you know the super flex uh, super flex format or um best ball mania Ho- hopefully one will come soon and we'll uh we'll pivot you know we'll we'll uh we'll, we'll get it right for sure tonight we're drafting from the little board little board only two entries allowed what's that i mean we get to dabble but like you know not much yeah maybe you do one safer ish team and one just fucking outlandish team I- man I think both are going to be outlandish for me. I think think that's where I'm going to be at here. We are going to peek our heads into the room here in just a moment, but we're going to pay a few bills, and then we're going to dive into the draft, see where we're at, where we're lining up, and uh, get our draft slots and get going here. The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. And we're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over on youtube.com forward slash sports gambling podcast. And plus, be sure to check out our listener survey for a chance to win $100 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash survey. All right. Let's peek our heads here into the draft, see where we're at. Hopefully, I don't lose three bucks. If I do, Certainly worse than uh, losing ten. You go ahead and jump in. We have uh, seven people to fill. I think we'll be good. Okay, I think that's a good the, amount. Uh, hopefully, yep. For our listeners that are trying to join in as well, six more to start. Five more to start. Five more to start. You Looks like we had a couple the... join join in. I'm going to yeah. bet that uh, that was Ramrod. <laughs> I imagine so. He did. He did text me asking if we were still going to go live. So uh, yeah, hopefully he's in here. Uh, you want to bring up the? the I'm board? assuming he got the memo the on uh, the big board being filled. Uh, you want to bring up the other page? Probably a good idea. Tonight, I'm going to keep the page up, and then I'm going to uh, try to draft from my phone. For anybody who has yet to uh, listen and or watch to uh, our podcast last night with Michael Florio, uh, definitely make sure. That was very interesting. It was awesome having him on. Uh, I liked his insight, and uh, you know, I did go on last night. Then he started his own podcast for Rota Ballers called Florio's Football Show. Uh, dove into that last night, and very informative. So, again, we appreciate him coming on, and uh, everyone make sure you check out our episode as well as his episode. Uh, his uh, podcast is currently on Spotify. Yeah, it's a great episode. You can download it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate that. He said that right now. I guess Apple's having a it like isn't letting him put it on, and I I did verify that it's not currently on there. But you can find it on Spotify currently. But he's uh, fighting with Apple Podcasts to get it in there. 
that's tough that's yeah still five more to start for anybody who's uh in here and wants to join us yeah a little bit of a little bit of a slower start here you know with the with a little board a little less uh peaked interest with the uh the three dollar entry still ten thousand dollar first prize nothing uh you know nothing to kick away but definitely a little bit less than the the big board what were we looking at 200k there for the big board yeah, correct. Yeah, 200K to first place here is uh, definitely all down to 10 to 10K. But tell you what, I'll still take 10K. Oh, I'd say so. Nice. Where are we at here? Three people left. Just about Gindy. there. Just about there. T- Team Ramrod, a.k.a. Gindy, uh, is doing God's work for us. He just recruited somebody else to, to pop in, so they just joined us as well. Attaboy. Attaboy. <laughs> well done. Get you, get you a shirt. Oh, yeah, there we go keep recruiting yeah i actually uh got him a uh one of the helmets i have behind me as well uh i'm just keeping it for now so that i can uh take it and get it signed by kramer and sean out at the fantasy football expo which i also will be getting mine signed by them nice yeah buying this stuff is uh isn't enough huh you got to get it commemorative of course man yeah why not okay all right i feel you I'm also going to be on them for uh, next March Madness to have uh, a poster of the Ten Commandments, or or I should say just the March Ma- Madness betting commandments, and mm-hmm. uh, have them pull up something like that. That'd be something cool for the man cave. That's awesome. I'll sign your forehead too. Don't worry. I hey, thanks, you. man. Yeah, gotcha. I'll, I'll bring out my my SGP ha- uh, hat here I'm wearing and uh, ha- have you sign the brim for me. There you go. Maybe <laughs> wear some. Where are we at here? Three people left. Yep, three more. Do you dare draft? jump in with us let's go you can so anybody uh, you can that steal uh, all of our picks in the in the chat yeah so uh, obviously yesterday you know we talked to florio about players that that we you know must draft uh anybody mm-hmm. that, that you currently feel like you really want no exposure to like anybody that you're just like completely off i think everyone that i'm gonna be off of i'm gonna draft in this draft tonight i think that's what i'm gonna do i mean there's no one that i'm in particularly off on really because again it's best ball we always want to uh, diversify. Uh, looking at the top quarterbacks, I haven't gotten a lot of uh, Joe Burrow just because I feel like the stacking is really difficult. And when you are getting him, I feel like you want to try to get at least yourself some Jamar Chase, some T. Higgins. That's been a more difficult one. I think that's really what it comes down to is like just the guys that are more difficult to stack. I'm, I'm going to be less exposed to and have less shares of. Uh, f- finish the big board with about 29 drafts. So one short of 30. Um, where, where were we at? You were up in the 40s, right? No, actually, I, I ended one behind you. I was 28. Damn. Again, Damn. man, I'm like, I won the I don't race. Go too, yeah, I don't want to go too hard in the paint because uh, I'm trying to save some of, that, some of that money I won from last year for the uh, best ball mania. That's that's the big one, right? That's the Royal Rumble. We want to go in there and make right. sure we knock it out of the park. So I'm trying to, trying to save some funds for that. Right on. One person left. Let's go. Let's go. Jump in the chat. Do you dare draft? I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> Gindy, uh, I see he puts in the chat, who gets stuff signed, Andrew? What's the point? Uh, he's obviously trolling me because he gets everything signed. He has a uh, helmet collection, uh, one helmet for every single NFL team with uh, players he liked or you know, uh, players that were were good for the team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, he obviously has a lot more other stuff. He has a ton. This man has more stuff in his house that's signed than not signed. Let's just put it that way. Love it. I love it. Oh, look at him. Gindy, 
in the 101. You in the oh. 102. Boo. Uh, oh, obviously, Gindy's roommate in front of the program, a Dilly Dilly in the five spot. I am in the six spot. And uh, I think that's I think that's the only other people in here that we actually know. I've seen some of these other names in drafts, but uh, yeah, I've seen Joey Watson draft before. Uh, Nod dude also looks familiar. But those are guys with badges, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. All right, Ramrod, let's do this. From one, two, let's go. Where are you at, Andrew? Uh, I am sitting at the worst spot, one, one, six. <laughs> Dude, I had one, a one, six the other night. It was not fun. <sighs> it's the worst. I'm I went to, that was the one group. I told you about. I went to Hero RB with uh, Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't bad. Like, I, I liked my team a lot because, again, I didn't draft like any, um, any running backs whatsoever after that i i waited until uh man i just said i didn't want to do the joe burrow and jamar chase so i'm gonna do cmc probably do something similar to what i did in my last draft that'll be like the only running back i draft for a long time probably Mm -hmm. i didn't have it up Uh, on my phone yet i do want to get this board up here is that uh, that's gonna look better i think yeah, so it looks like uh, Ramrod did not waste any time taking Justin Jefferson in the one spot. You obviously yeah. took CMC, then it goes Jamar Chase, and then Travis Kelsey in the four. So uh, I'm going to have my pick of some sort of Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Diggs, A.J. Brown. Um, not really mm-hmm. sure where I want to lean here yet. If the, if Dilly does folks, not take Tyreek Hill, I might. If not, I might take A.J. Brown. Here we go. Damn, he took Diggs. So that leaves me both. I don't really want Cup again. I have enough of him, I think. Oh, man. Here we go. Do it. Yeah, I'm going to take AJ Brown. Make the pick. The, the other night, uh, like a week ago, I was doing a big board draft, like real late at night. Came home from mm-hmm. the bar after watching March Madness and uh, had a, obviously a few drinks in me. And I uh, fell asleep about halfway through and my phone kept waking me up because like I would get the nice. like 10 second alert. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So I'd wake up and like, I'm like, oh, God, uh, hurry, make a pick and then kind of stumble back into sleep. And then, oh, dude, it happened like three or four times before I finally like stayed awake the rest of the time. It was rough. All right, so AJ Brown and Cooper Cup skip to my Lou with a W. Patrick Mahomes one eight, little rich, little Whoa. rich. That Tyreek Hill one nine. I like that value. That uh, that Patrick Mahomes that is bold one eight, yeah. huh? Didn't yeah. we just? Yeah, talk yeah to you, he is not letting you have that stack. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're well, coming I mean, down I have... the board for sure. The quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I have Brown, so it doesn't matter to me. But yeah, it's just like we talked to Florio right. yesterday about, you know, that's one of his tips. And, you know, fantasy football is different than real football. You don't have to prioritize getting getting the QB. So that is a, that's a man mm-hmm. that could uh, listen to Florio and, uh, you know, take that advice. Yeah, prior to free agency, I wouldn't mind taking him at the very end of the first round or the beginning of the second. But at 1-8, that's, that's a little bit high. At the highest, I would have taken him as like one ten or 11 uh, before mm-hmm. – free agency when we obviously had you know less uh knowledge less information more to react from so we went Tyree Kill CD Lamb Austin Eckler Bijan Robinson we got Alex Jolson making back to back picks here and then back to uh Jay 
W kill, J will kill, J will kill 420. There you go. That's that's a name. Nice. That's a name for you. Solid. Yeah, that's nice. a solid. Solid username. Solid. Uh, I'm taking here. all of Bruni's picks. Good yep. idea. That means you'll have a good team. <laughs> I think we have ourselves a fantasy villain in here, huh? Hey, by all means, that's what happens when you get butt ended by your friends. You know, uh, you're <laughs> just gonna always lose. I'm serious. Like every time, like when I'm like someone I'm really close to is drafting next to me, they're always taking my players. Like it's just like, God damn it! I knew he he knew what I wanted. You know, like when you just play with enough people for like a longer period of time, that's just bound to happen. Yep. Because yeah, my buddies will know who I like, you know, personally, and who I don't want, you know. The years, you know, like when Calvin Ridley was going really high or DJ Moore, I would always get sniped by those guys in like the early rounds, um, like one or two picks away. It's always pissed. DJ or uh, De- Deontay Johnson, that is, same situation, always drive me nuts. Don't have to worry about that anymore. No one likes him anymore. <laughs> Apparently, he's never going to score a touchdown again, according to his ADP. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll roll the dice on him. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll change. I think the tide is going to turn. Just saying. What we got here? Uh, catch up on some picks. So after B. John Robinson, Devontae Adams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, running backs starting to come off the board here in the early second. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, you have uh, one pick ahead of you here, and you've already taken uh, A.J. Brown. Are you just going leaning into the stack? You going Hurts? Sure am. Pull yep. the trigger, right. Jalen Hurts. Let's Smart ride. Man. Smart man. Uh, Garrett Wilson at 2-6 I think has become a value now. I, I mean, honestly, like I feel just as good about taking him as I feel about taking Amon Ra and Devontae Adams. Um, I mean, we saw what he did as a rookie with poor quarterback play. It, it, all indications feel like he's still getting you know, Aaron Rodgers, like he's still going to be on the team. I, I have to believe that even with the cast that he's going to bring in, even if they bring in – uh, OBJ that he's going to be uh, in that wide receiver one territory. Yeah, I would imagine so as well. And, you know, we heard Florio talk about, um, you know, where his thoughts on Garrett Wilson, you know, where he's going. And mm-hmm. he just made the point of like, when I looked at guys going behind him, there were, there really wasn't too many guys that, you know, that he liked. So uh, I see actually right. Garrett Wilson go at the beginning of the second end of the first as well. So I think the, the guy who just took him there, um, you know, that's a good value. I don't like this position here, but I'm going to go DK Metcalf as my first receiver. Uh, it was between him, Waddle, and Devonta Smith. I'm going to try to let Devonta Smith fall to you. Ramrod's probably going to take him now that I just uttered that out of my mouth. I'm sorry. That There he goes. What a son of a bitch. What are you going to do? <laughs> Devonta <laughs> Smith, Chris Olave. Great combo. Great combo. Faux show. Yeah, him and Dilly, both Eagles fans. So I figured that it was a long shot for me to get Smith on the way back. Yeah, I'm going to I also knew if here. I didn't I take... know it's... Uh, Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you froze there for a second. I took D hop. I, I feel like it's a little bit chalky, but starting off with uh, going CMC and then coming back with DK and Hopkins, I, I feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Just tough not knowing how to stack uh, Hopkins right now. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know what I want to do here. It's a lot of running backs, but I, I really want to just load up on wide receivers and... Right now, the, the wide receivers are tricky. Like I said, like I, I felt some pressure there. And honestly, like I've gotten Metcalf and Hopkins a lot more recently. It's kind of a, a consistent pick that I've had. I, I didn't want to move DJ Moore up into that spot because in my last draft, I did move up DJ Moore quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of stuck with those two, I felt like there. I didn't want 
Alave at that ADP mm-hmm. got enough of him. Mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle without Tyreek Hill, I just feel like I, I've already done that. I don't want to do that again without him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took. A, I've gotten I took myself in. Okay, I, I like that. I didn't see the pick. I got myself in a situation where, yeah, if, if the Dolphins take off, one of those big board drafts is going to be just an absolute terror for whoever drafted with me. And that one where I got Tua, both receivers, Mostert, Wilson. Um, oh, I drafted back Braxton Berrios too. <laughs> Special teams, let's ride. <laughs> didn't he move to you? Get, yeah, he, he's now with Miami. That's what I mean. He's now a part of that. Yeah stack man dude watch you people will laugh but braxton barrios watch him get carries in that offense watch him get end around reverses and sweeps and watch him throw for a touchdown this year watch him return a, a touchdown on a punt return like the dude gets after it all right so after my hopkins pick we went joe burrow jalen waddle nick chubb to dilly dilly Brees hall to andrew uh, Tony Pollard at 3-7. That's interesting. Uh, Debo Samuel, 3-8. Justin Fields, Ramondre Stevenson, Josh Jacobs, and we are now at 3-12. Alex Jolson back on the clock with what's double your, picks. What's your take on Josh Jacobs this year? Uh, can he can he do what he did last year? Is he going to fall down a little bit? I mean, I suspect they're going to draft a, a running back because he's in the last year of his contract and he was already tagged. So I'm assuming they're going to play the market, bring somebody in. You could even see another veteran go there. I know we were talking about Kareem Hunt yesterday with Florio. Um, I had mentioned the Bills. Uh, I could see him fitting in with um, with them as well, with the Raiders, uh, just because I feel like he's, he does, like you had mentioned, like he's very similar to like what James Cook can do, but he brings like a veteran presence. And I think he would bring that same exact role uh, to the Raiders. Uh, I think that he'll be used a lot in the offense. It's just that, I don't know how you're going to feel about him in the back end of the year when they're starting to maybe feature another running back that they target. Either yeah, yeah, he's somebody I'm undecided how I feel about him, uh, you know, right now. But I, I feel like he's. Uh, I, I think mean, end of the third round, it's a okay price tag to to pay. Um, I, I think I'd prefer him to go towards the end of the fourth, actually, but I'm not sure he's going to get there. Depends on if they add somebody. Right now, I just like I like other running backs at later ADPs. You know, Joe mm-hmm. Mixon is coming off the board at running back twenty three. You know what I mean? Like, even he's either with the Bengals or he's with another good team. Joe Joe Mixon's not going to the Texans to make a bunch of money. Like he's going to go somewhere to try and win. So mm-hmm. he's going to be on a good team. Like that's a really good late round value. Dalvin Cook is going really late. Um, you know, all the guys that we had mentioned yesterday: James Cook, Khalil Herbert. Um, Rashad Penny, the Saints running backs. Alvin Kamara is going at running back 34. Jamal Williams is right behind him at running back 35. Like that's a ridiculous value, and he can stack those guys. You don't, you know, you know what I mean. Like you can just, if you're in a situation like uh, Jolson here, you just take him at the back end of the, uh, you know, one of your double ups. You're you're good to go, no problem. It's going to be coming back to you here soon. Yeah, I'm I'm up now. Um. You know, I have really not taken any Jerry Judy, um, but I did listen to our boy Emerson, and uh, he was talking about Jerry Judy having the uh, top top fifteen wide receiver upside here um, mm-hmm. could creep into the top ten. So I'll I'll ride with him, take some Jerry Judy. Sure. Who do you think is more likely to become the new slant boy? Is it going to be Sutton or Judy? Because I think Judy could be that role, like that just really heavy target, low A dot guy that we've seen, you know, Sean Payton flourish with before, like a Mike Thomas. I mean, he's not the same type of build, 
Mike Thomas went healthy. I mean, that that dude's an athletic freak. Uh, just you know, can't keep his bones healthy, not drinking enough milk, apparently. Um, <laughs> but I think Judy could mo- most likely be that guy. Do you, do you think the same, or do you think it might be Sutton? So last year I was all over Sutton. I thought he was going to be, you know, what what Cooper Cup was, right? You know, new new quarterback in the system, kind of, you know, took off, and it just unfortunately just didn't happen like that. You know, even when Jerry Judy was injured, so I, I mm. Jerry Judy just has so much more upside. You know, now that I've seen what the dynamic could be, uh, I still like Cortland Sutton. I do expect him to potentially add somebody. Uh, KJ Hamler hurt again. So Tim Patrick maybe swings himself back into relevancy here as well. Um, but I do really think that they're probably going to add somebody. Uh, and I'm not sure that I really buy into them saying that they are not going to trade Judy or Sutton. I think that one of those one of those guys could be traded, you know, before the season starts. So, um, yeah, I, I'll just I think Judy's the better pick. Um, but I do think Sutton at where he's currently going, in, in, you know, with his ADP uh, is also a fine pick because, Again, Colton Sutton a few years back was was awesome, um, and, I, and I still think he has the mm-hmm. ability. No, I agree. Uh, I, definitely with Sean Payton at the helm, I feel like there can be a, a turnaround here. But I'm uh, I'm in the in the side that I in the side of belief that Judy is going to dominate the target share there. Ramrod, you went Najee Harris, Jamison Williams. Those are they not on brand for me? Nah, dude, he sniped me. T.J. Hawkinson, that was a snipe. <laughs> and stacking Metcalf with Tyler Lockett. Now, if you want to take Geno Smith from me, by all means, you go ahead. You want to do that, Ramrod? You know, that's on you. But I got both those receivers, so I don't know what you're trying to get yourself into. <laughs> all right. I'm going to hit a quick word from the sponsors, and we'll catch up with the picks uh, right after that. Uh, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And of course, March Madness is here. There are so many ways to bet on the big dance, so sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. It's limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Look to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world. You can win a three-night stay at Circus Las Vegas to hang out with the guys and watch the Masters. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. The Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and tune in on Saturday. They uh, they also will be uh, picking the winner for the uh, Masters, um, uh, the uh, the three-night stay for the Circus Las Vegas. Uh, they'll be yeah. doing that live at the Final Four watch party as well. Nice. Let's catch up from the fourth round. So we had the third round end with Josh Jacobs, Travis Etienne. Fourth round went... Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Drake London, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy to Andrew, Keenan Allen to DK Dilly Dilly. 
Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, 4-9. Hawkinson sniped, 4-10. I went Terry McLaurin at 4-11. Uh, Ramrod, Najee Harris, 4-12, starting the sixth round with Jamison Williams. I then went Tyler Lockett, shoring up that stack with DK. Nah, dude, back around with Dalvin Cook. Christian Watson at 5-4. Chris Godwin at 5-5. Andrew takes Michael Pittman. I'm not on the clock. I'm just making sure. Sorry, going through a lot here. Uh, Mark Andrews at 5'7", George Kittle 5'8", Mike Evans at 5'9", getting a little bit higher than Mike Evans recently from what I've seen, Trevor Lawrence at 5'10", Aaron Jones 5'11", Justin Herbert 5'12", George Pickens 6'1", 6'2", was Brandon Ayuk, and then Jameer Gibbs at 6'3", so catching up on quite a few picks there. Trey Burks right after him. Don't want to miss anybody. I'm what are your thoughts on the Michael Pittman pick? So haven't taken a lot of them. Uh, th- that was one thought. Uh, and there was a couple of wide receivers I really liked that went right around and before me. So uh, I'll, I'll take the, you know, I'll take the shot on Michael Pittman. It's not a guy I love, but I don't, I, I don't mind taking him. I'm not going to shy away from him. Uh, he mm-hmm. fits the profile of a guy that can take a next step. It's really going to all depend on who's throwing him the ball. So I'll just, I'll take it because unfortunately there was just other guys I, I really like that went right before me. I am very interested to see if this guy takes Kyle Pitts because that's going to put me in a dilemma here. This guy already has a tight end, so I don't think he's going mm-hmm. to. But I want Dallas Goddard for the stack. But man, Kyle Pitts is staring me in the face. Uh, I like Kyle Pitts here. I feel like the pick for you, though, is Dallas Goddard. I know. That's what I'm saying is, yeah, it's oh, damn. So Kyle Pitts is there. So is oh, Goddard. The I stack. Like got to go Goddard. Yeah, I feel like the stack has to has to take over me. Just we live by a law, pets. Andrew. We live by a law. Yeah, Dilly's after me. Maybe he'll take pits. I'll, I'll I'll grab Goddard here for the stack. Smart man, smart man. I'm gonna get him if he falls to me. Yeah, Kyle go. Pitts. Insider trading. What are you going to do? The good <laughs> insider trading. It's a good pick. You can't get around it. Yeah, great pick. Yeah, still not touching uh, an RB here. Yeah, this is, and again, I know we talked about this before, but for anybody who's doing these best ball drafts, you have to like look right here at, at this, like the, this point in the draft or at end of round six. Look at all these running backs that we have that are going to go Just off the board going. in the next like two rounds so many running backs that are good as opposed to the wide receivers like this is why you should definitely try to go wide receiver heavy up top if you can um certain spots don't really let you like the sixth spot unfortunately a lot of those go and you're kind of left just sitting there looking at the running backs um but yeah i mean this is case in point right here i mean there's one two three four five six seven eight there's like eight guys the next two rounds uh that'll probably be off the board that are like really good picks here let's keep it simple right now the running back 19 is available, okay? The highest available receiver is wide receiver 34. Just keeping yep. it simple. Just like that's as easy as you can read the room. You need to be prioritizing receivers here still. I just went ahead and took Jayon Dotson. That shores up a second stack. I have the Seahawks top receivers. Now I have the Commanders top two receivers. And that also opens me up for opportunity for late round stacking exposure. Is it Jahan or is it Jahan? I think it's Jahan. I don't know. I was saying I was saying uh, Boutte forever, and Emerson is telling me that that's not it. 
I don't know whatever the right word is. I got it like from a freaking NFL source. He's like, nah, it's not it, man. Sorry. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think it's me. Jahan Dotson. Why isn't this uh, going here? I'm going to take Kadarius Tony. Oh no, I'm not. Who did it take for me? It auto picked Marquise Brown. <sighs> eh, whatever, it's a receiver. They didn't take a running back. Hey, yeah, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I see. Yeah, look at you with your six wide receivers. It's because my fucking my screen was so zoomed in that I couldn't scroll down. It was just so fucking big. <laughs> That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From the mountaintop. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's I'll take see Marquise here. Brown. I could probably stack him with Kyler late round two. They're buddies. Mm-hmm. Kyler will be healthy at some point. Yeah, I'll take uh I'll take Florio's boy, Kadarius Tony. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that to, to segue into that conversation, but uh, yeah, didn't happen. Auto pick. I thought he had a good argument for for Kadarius Tony. It's not anything that I haven't heard before. I mean, I've taken Tony in Dynasty, and pretty much everything that he brought home on that take was everything that I hope will happen. So let's let's go. Yeah, you know, and I always try to look at it um, from the ADP value standpoint. Uh, I, I prefer Sky more going in, I believe, around 11 as opposed to Tony in round seven, just mm-hmm. due to the fact of cost, right? But I, I, yeah. I obviously think Tony's the better talent of the two, probably get used more um, if he can stay on the field. You know, that's kind of the whole thing. So I might try to uh, try to grab Sky more when it gets closer to that. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just prefer the cost of, of more over Tony. Agreed. I want that zoomed in so people can see. Why won't it let me go left and right? There we go. Now we can follow it. Or at least try to. Just keep an eye on the comments, Andrew. Man the ship, will you? I got you. Not as active this evening. That's all right. I see a lot of you in the chat, though. I appreciate you being here. Be sure to smash the like button if you haven't already. And if you're listening on Spotify, please be sure to download the episode and leave us a positive review. If there's any content that we are not bringing you because we bring everything that we can think of, let us know. We're willing to hear you out, see what we can set up for you. If there's uh, you know, some content that's not on the network, we are willing and uh, listening. Yes, yes. Also, uh, everyone go to visit the merch store. Some new merch dropping. Go, got the I Own the 101 Uh you know, that's a Dave and Brad uh, thought child right there. So definitely go check that out. And I did just see that the Mothership, the regular sports gambling podcast with Sean and Kramer, they brought out the old school SGP logo uh, and have, I believe, the over under totals, uh, team totals, uh, like win totals uh, mm. for the year that they started back in 2011. Oh, nice. So it was, it was interesting to see to see that on the shirt. So everyone go over to sports gambling podcast slash store and uh, make sure to check that out. I like it. You got to get me a new haul of merch. It's been a been a few months since I really ordered anything, so I'll probably have to go in there and buy myself four or five pieces of uh, new apparel. Yeah, I'm uh I'm getting ready to order my uh, asking me about my third leg shorts. I'm wrapping <laughs> nice. this for the for <laughs> the flag football game. <laughs> I'm gonna get them super short. That, nice, yeah, yeah, like that, like three and a half inch inseam. You're flirting with danger. Intimidation. <laughs> Intimidation. No, I'm just kidding. They're gonna get a look, one look at my chicken legs and be like, "Damn, this guy's easy." Skies out, thighs out. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna get that, and then you know I got a kid on the way, so I'm gonna probably get the newborn stuff. 
yes, you know, definitely. My dad will beat your dad in fantasy, all that good stuff. Yep, yeah, that's a that's a fan favorite of mine. My son wears that around. I was looking for some uh, for some of the hoodies, and I can't make up my mind. There's a new one that I sent you to ask you if you had it yet, and uh, I think that might be the one that I get. Uh, which one did you send me? Oh, uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's just, right. It yeah, was like I a new design that we have. Yep, yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, I, I don't have that one. That yeah. one is nice, though. I do like that a lot. Yeah, just some new design that we have. They look good. Mm-hmm. We always have a lot of good stuff coming out of there. Pretty consistently, actually. Uh, up into picks. Just taking a just taking a gander at some of the uh, some of the teams in here. I I checked out Dilly's team. Dilly has a nice stack home of Buffalo. He has Josh Allen, James Cook, Steph Diggs, and Gabe Davis. Nice, nice. I like it. Where are we at? Ramrod currently uh, three three running backs, four wide receivers. He went Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders. Justin Jefferson, Devontae Smith, Chris Olave, and Jameson Williams. Not bad as well. Trying to sneak in a sneak in a running back there. I see you. I see you, Ramrod. <laughs> oh, hmm. I don't know. Jake Jake Paquin just put some. Somewhat, Jake. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, just... We have some merch. We have loads of merch now. There's lots of stuff in there. Loads of it. I don't have the 101 this year. Like, I had so many. I had like four 101s last year. Like, that's a lot of 101s. Now I have none. I, I don't have weird buying the 101 shirt. The one dynasty league I'm in, the draft is not set. So, uh, I don't, I don't, I, I think, I think the draft order is, oh, yeah, yeah, it is because I'm 102 and 104. Yeah, Jake, can do? we get a, uh, first round draft pick like baby onesie in there it says like first round draft pick on it or something like that can we get something like that baby 101 mm-hmm. having my first kid shake i mean come on help, help the brother <laughs> out i can't decide the man in the mirror because i took man. jacoby myers and juju back to back so man in the mirror Oh, okay. Yeah. You want to catch up, uh, catch us up on some picks? Yeah. Where did we leave off? Do you remember? A while ago. A while ago. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna be. A uh, minute. Uh, I think it was round seven. Javante <laughs> yeah. Williams seven three. I think. That was so it. starting round Marcus seven Brown was. Seven, oh, I'm up next here. Uh, starting round seven it was Miles Sanders, Marquise Brown, Javante Williams, Joe Mixon. Gabe Davis, Kadarius Tony, J.K. Dobbins, Tyler Algier, David Montgomery, Dak Prescott, uh, Evan Ingram, and then starting round eight was Kirk Cousins, Brandon Cooks, Cam Akers, Jordan Addison, Darren Waller, Cortland Sutton, James Cook, Zay Flowers, Khalil Herbert, Juju, Rashad White, uh, Rashad Bateman, J.K. Or, um, Jacoby Myers, Mike Thomas, Zach Charbonnet. Uh, Rashad Penny and I am on the clock now. Let's, uh, man, these wide receivers now have just not inspiring. Sorry. That's my fault. I'll take Elijah Moore. 
I was thinking about Elijah Moore. I like the uh, the landing spot, to be honest, because, you know, just Donovan Peoples-Jones, I like him. He just doesn't really excite me, you know, and I think that we were, you know, kind of waiting for Elijah Moore to get an upgrade at QB. They're, the Jets are just like, nah, you don't get to play with Aaron. You didn't make the list, Elijah. Sorry. Kick rocks and we'll take some picks. I think it's going to be an interesting spot for him. I'm anxious to see how it works out. I don't know if I'll take a lot of them in redraft, but uh, I I like the idea of him potentially in dynasty. I like maybe trying to you know get him on the low. Yep. Do you, so. I got into this uh, pissing match on Twitter with some guy oh. about Elijah Moore. Uh, do you think uh, what position do you think Elijah Moore is going to play for them? Is it is he going to be in the slot? Is he going to uh, continue his role on the outside? Where do you think he's going to slot in there? I would hope it would be the slot. I mean. I think that's where you would get your best leverage of his skill set is getting him out into space. So, and and that's the funny thing, right? Like that was the argument the guy was making to me. But if you look at his stats, uh, mm-hmm. Elijah Moore, his stats fit a downfield threat. Everything about it, and I and I listed the stats out, and I can't exactly remember what they are, but majority mm-hmm. of his he has a, a larger a dot. Uh, obviously, it's a new system, you know, different quarterback, everything, right? So I, mm-hmm. I completely understand that fact, and I think he could be good in the slot. But I, I do think that they could use him as a downfield threat yet. Uh, so I'm curious to see in training camp, you know, where they're slotting him in, if they're putting him on the outside, sticking him in the slot, you know, where he's going to play. But mm-hmm. honestly, I, I could think it's probably closer to a split of of both the slot and the outside. Um, I think they might try to move Amari Cooper on the inside as well. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested in that. But yeah, this guy was like dead set on, they're going to use mm-hmm. him in the slot and that's it. And I'm like, I mean, well, he's stats. He has not been a slot guy. He's just the smallest of that group. You know, DPJ is about 6'2", Mark Cooper 6'1", he's about 5'10". I just think that's just kind of keeping it simple. When you're looking at those guys on the outside, you're looking for them to go up, make catches, draw penalties as well. It may not be the case if you have an Elijah Moore, you know, going up a, a bigger defensive back. And I know that that's somewhat still of a smaller position at times. So there may be corners that he could go up against. Like Kenny Moore's a good defensive back but he's smaller in size right like he's smaller in height so while he's still really good elijah moore may be able to you know get him on something just because they have a similar height you know there's no advantage right mm-hmm. uh, but because he's a smaller guy i yeah i would just think that you would want a lower a dot and i felt like it was you know a little bit of mismanagement with the jets i mean i just felt like it, it wasn't working um you know he was just very boomer bust and i feel like with that type of role coming out of the middle getting easier uh, passes if he has the speed to break open a higher a dot then it, you know that should be very fruitful it should be a good situation yeah uh, and again i think both can be true i think that he can be a good uh you know possession receiver as well as a slot receiver for them so i i think both can be true um but his stats definitely point in the direction of he's he's a better downfield threat than he is in the slot but i mean a slot's easier mm-hmm. to adjust to right i mean you're catching balls way closer to the line of scrimmage than you are you know when they're throwing it you know to you on the outside so uh, i think both can be true so i'm I, that is something i'm definitely interested in seeing you know come training camp time did someone take geno smith you sons of bitches someone did it 10 to do you even have another seattle player sir not a single other Seattle and he, player. And he, he took her cousins two rounds in front of that. That's funny. What the hell is going on here? What are these kids smoking? Uh, I took Sky Moore to do the friendship stack of him and Kadarius Tony. I'm glad nobody nobody took him. The guys that took him's a bum. You got uh, you got one of your best wide receivers coming up here. 
And when I say your, I mean your team of the Bears. Well, that's DJ Moore now, dude. I don't even honestly like Darnell Mooney's in the last year of his contract. I don't know what's going to happen to him. He might be, you know, available on the market. Do we forget how good he was two years ago? I understand. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Darnell Mooney, and so does Justin Fields. Like, I think that he would do a lot to keep him there for sure. But at the same time, like, you just brought in DJ Moore. He's going to have a huge priority in the offense. You're in the the, the thought or, or mindset that they're not going to pass as much, and I'm in the thought that they are going to pass more. So, like, we also have to see how that shakes out. Like, if mm-hmm. it's not a pass-heavy offense and there's not enough targets to go around to really feed Mooney and to keep him involved, he may not get a big contract and you know he right. may be able to get a bigger contract elsewhere that's that's just keeping it simple yeah no i, I completely understand uh, that um I, I just i think mooney is very good i think him and dj Moore can can coincide with each other in this offense but i honestly you know like you pointed out and i mentioned on an earlier podcast was i'm just not sure how much they're going to throw the ball they didn't throw the ball hardly you know at all mm-hmm. last year so any any more attempts will be good for them but i i would really like them to at least get like about 100 more attempts if possible Right. No, absolutely. And and when you go out and you make that move, you give up the first overall pick for a player, you're not going to keep the Lamborghini in the garage. You're going to drive that thing, right? So I, I feel like that is going to be their position is to say, hey, we need to be a team that's going to still pass more. And doing so is still going to protect your run game and really, again, just make it harder for defenses to get a read on you, you know, in the middle of games. Yep. I took a second I just... running back. I just completed a second stack here of uh, Russ Wilson and both Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Now, again, I know I did just point out, I think one of them is traded, but now I don't have to really worry about which one it is. Um, or maybe they both stay there and then I have the the nice triple stack there. But um, yeah, that's my first Russ Wilson share of this year so far. The Russ bus, right? Except for my quarterback situation is not going to be great. So we'll see what happens here. I have... Uh, just taken my second running back in Brian Robinson. So I have Eckler, Robinson. Then my receivers are DK, D Hop, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett, Jayon Dotson, Marquise Brown, Juju, Jacoby Myers, Zay Jones. Yep. And you just got Brian Robinson in, what was this round 11 we're in? Yeah. Round. Yep. So you got him in round 11 and he's a starting running back. Like that's just, again, I, I pointed that out yesterday on our podcast with Florio that he's one of my yep. must have guys at his current ADP. And, Man, it's such a steal. I would have taken him if I wasn't trying to complete the stack, or I do obviously have a lot of exposure to Brian Robinson already. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a fantastic pick for your second running back. Yeah, I feel really good about it. I'll see about getting uh, Gibson. I don't know if he'll be there, but it's definitely something I'll be looking for uh, just because, again, when, when you're giving yourself this much less exposure to the running back position, you want to get up, you want to shore yourself up with uh, as much of the guys that you do have, right? So taking Gibson, I'm just you know protecting myself from injuries, going either direction. One gets hurt, the other guy goes up. You're just keeping the uh, you know everything nice and keel. Hedging your bets. Yes. Up in 10 picks myself. Moving a, at a little bit of a faster pace here. Uh, I'm not a big Zeke Elliott fan, but going 11-11, like that, that's still a really good value. He's a guy that can it- still get on a... I'm just saying, like he's a guy <laughs> that can get on a good team, and I still think it, with a very reduced role, he can be you know, close to 10 or double digit touchdowns doesn't have to be big. And that late, that's, that's your flex RB probably like that's a, that's just a guy that's just going to be adding into the flex point and flex opportunities, you know, at pick 11. We'll, we'll wait to see where, where he ends up. 
but I, I'll take you on a bet that Brian Robinson scores more touchdowns than Zeke, depending on where he goes. I mean, oh, I'll, I'll yeah, bet yeah, it no matter what, to, but yeah, we got to get the landing spot because if he yeah. goes, yeah, if he goes to the Eagles, yeah, I'll take stop traffic. Let's ride. Like, let's go. I'll take <laughs> that all day. Oh, uh, that that would be perfect. Uh, him bottled up with all those other running backs. Yeah, that's a perfect perfect betting against Again, scenario. You don't sign someone like that to just not use him though. Like he's nah, gonna get on the field. He's gonna get touches. Yeah, they probably only use him when they play the Cowboys. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, and then he's really gonna be like, oh yeah, sure. Let me let me try and stick it to the Cowboys. No, he's gonna, if that's the case, he's gonna just like fumble the ball. <laughs> like he's like, oh no, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I got, I've got no hands. I haven't played in four games. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with my hands, coach? I'm all fingers, coach. So I'm going to dra- draft a running back here because I do only have one, and it is Brees Hall, who is currently, uh, you know, not fully healthy. So going to have to grab a couple of these guys. The range here of Samaj P. Ryan, Kenny Gainwell, Elijah Mitchell, Deontay Foreman, and Antonio Gibson is an interesting group take to a receiver. me because I- I'm probably going to take Samaj because obviously I have all the Denver guys right now. So that's probably what I'm going to do here, but. It is, uh, it is interesting because God all those guys it. have a different path to have a very good year. I think out of all of them, Kenny Gainwell can have the best year if the Eagles don't add anybody. Um, but honestly, like, Samaj P. Ron, it, it doesn't seem good for Javante Williams. I mean, I know we saw some reports before about him potentially being back for the start of training camp, but out there at the uh, owners or the um, – yeah, the, the owners meeting and everything, uh, some of the coaches and stuff, they were talking – and through the grapevine, some people said that they are a little bit more worried about Javante Williams in Denver than they're letting on. So I, uh, I, I think Samaj Pirine might be a very, very, very good pick at his current ADP. Yeah, you're a bastard. I wanted him. <laughs> it's like, take a receiver. What are you doing? Yeah, the receiving I- core right now, it falls into a law here for me. I, I don't really love like the next like two or three guys. Then there's a couple that come up that I really like, and then it kind of it's like it's like a wave now with the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to ride the wave out until you catch the right one that you're like, yeah, this is the one I want right here. Yeah, I hear you. I tell you what, dude, uh, I, I like um, the more and more I think about Devontae Foreman uh, with the Bears, I I kind of starting to like him a little bit more than Khalil Herbert. What's your thoughts on that as a Bear aficionado? I like him in general. Um, if I had a fantasy team and I was looking who I want to draft first. It's probably Khalil Herbert just because of PPR upside. I think he still has a lot of speed and I think he has a lot of usability and again, an offense that's going to look to use a lot of misdirection, but Foreman's upside in the red zone, I think is most beneficial because I think that's where they lacked weapons last year. Now they have a chase Claypool, a bigger body receiver. They added Rob Tan- Rob Tanyan, who's a little bit more experienced. I, obviously, we still like Cole Komet, but Cole Komet doesn't t- catch touchdowns. Dante Foreman's going to be a, a huge help for that offense in the red zone for sure. They could also still sign someone or draft somebody. So that, don't that's- be surprised about that. Yeah, that's the other caveat, right? It's like, well, you got to realize that they might take one of these, uh, one of these rookies, I, and then God knows. I what's just got to imagine that Travis Homer could be fighting for his life at some point. Like I, you know, I, I just don't think that you bring in Travis Homer and then just be like, you know what, we're good. We got these three guys. We don't need to look at the draft, you know, because there are still some later round guys that I really like. 
Roshan Johnson, Deuce Vaughn. I would love to get those guys on our roster. Deuce Vaughn would be Tariq Cohen 2.0, except for he's a white guy, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so Dude, I did fast. take the aforementioned uh, foreman as well. So nice. here's I was the hoping that they don't add anybody. But I just went and went ahead with my tenth uh, receiver and said, "Fuck it." There you go. There's yeah, that's ten wide receivers by round thirteen. That is, that's a lot. Some say guy. it couldn't be done. Some say it couldn't be done. Dare to be different. I've got two bell cow situations. I've got Eckler bell cow, and then I've got Robinson and, and Gibson. I'm set. I'm good. Yeah. You are. You, are you thinking about the most important position? No. Quarterback at all? Not no, even a little just, bit. Tight end can wait to the last whoever. Yeah. Well, ho- no, I, I wanted Gino. Like, I don't know why that guy was an idiot and took Gino for no fucking good reason. Like, I'm not happy with this guy. <laughs> I'm serious. There's no good reason to take to take him. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, where's where is this guy's team? I'm gonna dog it really quick here. He's in the 11 spot, isn't he? Yeah, Jay will kill 420. You stone son of a bitch. Did I say Eckler? I meant I have CMC. That guy has Eckler. I'm getting. His team and my team confused. We're at the opposite ends of the draft. So he's got Eckler, Amon Ra, good start, dickhead. Josh Jacobs, Christian Kirk, still a good start. Aaron Jones in the fourth. I don't hate the value. Man, this guy's got a good team. I just don't get why he had to take Geno Smith from me. He has no stacking exposure with his quarterbacks whatsoever. That's always a bold move. It's a bowl of poop is what it is. Yeah, hopefully nobody snipes you on some of these uh, some of these quarterbacks coming up. Uh, whatever, man. I mean, I, I got a lot of options, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, a lot of these guys are going to be starters. Bryce Young, Jordan Love, Matthew Stafford, Kenny Pickett, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mac Jones, Sam Howell, who I can stack with my top two, Ryan Tannehill, Desmond Ritter. These guys are all going to be starters. Like, they're all yep. starters. Like, I'm not saying they're good. I'm not saying they're great, but they're going to play. And if I get three of them, then I'll be fine. I'll have someone starting most likely throughout the season. This is the little board. Okay. This is where this is where we take chances. This is where winners are made. <laughs> How would you be excited or disappointed that you won a big tournament and it was the little board? I would spend that 10K very fast. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably don't forget, give it all you have to pay wife. taxes on that. Uh Andy Dufresne, baby. Give that shit to your wife. I don't know. Sure. That's, that's 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 a different thing. I don't know if that tax code is still up to date from you know Shawshank Redemption whenever that movie came out early nineties. They've probably removed that type of tax uh, tax advantage. <laughs> Enough people have seen this film. It's like one of the best films of all time. We are getting rid of it. Damn it! Oh my god, he almost made it back to me. Almost. Oh, Isaiah Hodgins, you were almost on my team again, buddy. Almost. Yeah, there's like so many tight ends available still too. I don't, I haven't taken a tight end. Ramrod's like, what is he doing? <laughs> Ramrod's like all balanced. He's got two quarterbacks, five running backs, five receivers, one tight end. Super disciplined, very well rounded team. I'm sure not having any eyes on it. <laughs> Just going straight to the book, straight to the book. Reading his Bible, and I love it. Oh, right. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's a yeah. He's the guy who reads the Bible, right? I mean, it's not a great book. 
depending on which version, it can add a lot of excitement or not as much excitement. Speaking of excitement, Tyler Higby. I mean, talk about decaf coffee. He's got 116 fantasy points in back-to-back seasons. The exact same total. Consistent. Yeah. Very nice. But he's getting after it. I'm going to take uh, him right now. I'm going to probably take him in, uh, in Stafford. Ramrod, if you take Stafford, like, come on, bro. Low Stafford blow. already gone, man. Low blow. Oh, did Staff- he go? No. Nope. Yeah, Ooh. Stafford went, like, early last uh, last round. I just mentioned him when I was going through the thing. Uh, when I was scrolling through the deal. He must have got, He must have Ram- went off the board, like, as I said his name or something. Yeah, he yeah he went off there a little bit. Uh, Ramrod just texted me and said, uh, the Bible that he reads is the Bible of Dwayne Johnson and Dave Portnoy. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne The Rock. Johnson. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those, those are, are his, his Bibles or those are my Bibles. I'm confused. No, n- no, those are his. Those are his Lord and Saviors. Gotcha. Lord and Saviors. Okay. I mean, that's a little rich Lord and Savior, whatever. Okay. They are both very rich. Yes. Speaking of Lord and Savior, first quarterback I'm taking here, Jimmy James Garoppolo. Wow. Show me those TDs. Show, <laughs> show me the money. Mm-hmm. After I pick here, I think I'm going to uh, pay our last bill, if that's okay. Yeah, please do. I was actually going to ask you that in the last round. Yep. Yeah, let me make this pick here. No, you know uh, the team name? Show me your t- Show me your TDs. Aha, that's right. Yeah, I, I had that for a long time. Hence where the TD in my name comes from. Like I was going to be king of TDs, like titties, but I decided to just go TD yeah. king. Well, Jimmy, you know, he doesn't like little melons. I'm just saying, like, the proof's out there. He, he He's the a guy who... Who definitely likes the the working class girls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big brains, man. I'm gonna go on a limb here and say that the Broncos cannot be any worse than they were last year. And Tim Patrick does seem to be back on track for his recovery. I'm gonna take myself some Tim Patrick. Just load up like on the it. old. You know what they say? Let's ride. Broncos country. Broncos country. There Let's ride. Got a part. <laughs> nice Roshan Johnson pick. I like it. Thank you. I like that pick a lot. I hope he goes uh, to the Bears if the Bears don't take Bijan. I would also be cool with that. <laughs> he so is kind of like he's kind of a similar mold of like Khalil Herbert and Dante Foreman, I believe. Like I think Roshan would be like a good combination of what they both do. Yeah. Sean Tucker after Tim Patrick. Getting into the thick of it here. Yeah, um, so you know, there's some of these rookie running backs coming up, and not knowing where they're going is the hardest part. But there's a couple guys I like, like Tank Bigsby, sleeper. I like him definitely. Kendry Miller, definitely. very good. Zach Evans uh, c- could be awesome, uh, depending on where he mm-hmm. goes. Like, there's there's definitely some rookie running backs at the back of these drafts that have very good potential, but it's really all going to depend on where they land you know they could just get waterlogged in some of these backfields i already have three or four guys and they're just there to you know potentially work their way up and so it's tough to know who to take here so i've just been taking a just a plethora of these guys throughout the drafts i've been doing is there any any of those guys that i mentioned that you kind of lean towards i like taking bigsby for sure sean tucker i mentioned uh deuce vaughn i've taken him now in the last round a few times so he's way way back there Mm mm-hmm I might do that again in this one just because I feel like so many teams could draft him in the fourth or fifth round. Like he could go to anybody. And man, his skill set is just off the charts. Uh, Bijan Robinson said he's like the, the the next best running back in the class after him. Interesting. That's what Bijan says. He's the yeah, next exactly. best running back. 
Christian McCaffrey. Or maybe that was Brees Hall. Maybe that was Brees Hall that said that. Good sign for your team. Maybe you should take him. <laughs> I can't. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, it may have been. Brees I don't want to ruin my, my Brian Carter. Robinson wow. value. What's that? I said I don't want to ruin my uh, Brian Robinson exposure and value by having the team draft <laughs> draft somebody like that. Oh yeah, that would not be great. Yeah. Michael Carter feels a little early, round sixteen. I like seventeen or eighteen. That's a little. It's a little early. Especially for running backs like Michael Carter over Leonard Fournette, dog. Are you going to take Lenny from me? You want him? You can have him. I got a lot of them, but I can't. Uh, I I don't, and I think did he go? He's. I'm looking at him. He's available. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I was I was pulled down a little bit. But bro, like, come on now, Michael Carter ahead of him. Come on now. That's that's some. You like Michael Carter? I like Michael Carter, but over Lenny, like, come on now, like. Lenny's caught over like 70 passes each of the last two seasons. Come on. Like RB two this season. Mm -hmm. Come on. Like he's going to, he's going to land somewhere. Not everybody is just like trying to like, just jump right onto a team. Like a lot of these dudes, (laughs) you know, they're, they're not like anxious, you know, to get to training camp and OTAs. Like they may just wait a while. Like, you know, just going to relax. I'm going to have an off season. going to go, going to go to Guam. going to go visit Cliff Klingsbury in Taiwan or wherever the hell he's at. Thailand. One way ticket. Dude, did you ever watch the uh what is it? The uh the gemstones. What's that show called on HBO? Oh yeah, the righteous gemstones. Dude, so good. Hilarious. So good. Such a great, such a great show. What one of the like, you know, villains, quote unquote, of the show is all about like, you know, running off to Thailand with a bunch of money. And all of his Thailand references are just absolutely hilarious when he's talking about running away and living off of like it's it's pretty much like bank robbery cash living in Thailand. It's a, it's a, it's a great little uh, narrative they put together. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. John Mechie, a very on brand for the TD King. That's right. I believe you can fly. Someone's going to snipe uh Fournette here. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be Nah, dude. He hasn't taken a running back in a in a spell. Khalil Herbert in round 8 was his last one. I'm feeling he is going to take Fournette here. Cuz he's a a nah dude, a little bitch. Mac Jones snipes. Who? Mac Jones. Unfortunately, I had no, a uh, no correlation to Mike Jones. I had a I had a boss whose name was Lee Jones. Shout out Lee Jones if you're watching the show. We would always we would always run that back. Who? Lee Jones. Who? Robert Woods. Nah, dude, you stink, bro. Robert Woods, get that noise out of here, mm-hmm. bro. Robert Woods. Come on now, son. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? That's a lesson to learn right there, son. Robert Woods. Sad. Oh, you got Nico Collins, too. But did you get... You didn't get Bryce Young. Man, these streets, these young men, they needed molded minds, sir. They need molded minds. The lack of accountability in these fantasy streets is just appalling. You know what I'm doing right here? Boom. Rockets launched. Oh, there we go. Great pick. Great pick. It's necessary, Andrew. It's not great. It's necessary. (laughs) I have uh, not great quarterbacks. (laughs) Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Howell. Jimmy, luckily, is stacked with, uh, with Jacoby Myers. So that's nice. That's lovely. And uh, Sam Howell, of course, stacked with McLaurin and Jayon Dotson. But, man, yep. again, that guy that took Geno Smith, like, man, 
Yeah, what a guy. His mother did not love him, and I feel did, bad wait, for did him. Somebody just take, did somebody take Zach Evans? Uh, I Not recently. The last two picks were Terrace Marshall and Cedric Tillman, then Tank Bigsby to DK Dilly Dilly. Hmm. I don't see him anymore. Interesting. Hmm. Let's see. Zach Evans is available. Nope. He went to Team Ramrod. Oh, Ramrod what a bastard. What a B. Hmm. How many running backs do I have? Uh, Leonard Fournette makes uh, number I'll five. Take I think I'm good. Running back. I'll just take some. I'll just take some more uh, receivers. I've already got ten. That's awesome. Quarterbacks are so bad, though. We're gonna late round tight ends. Hayden Hurst kind of excites me with Carolina. We talked about Dalton Schultz yesterday with Florio about how he yep. could be a nice crutch for a rookie QB. I think Hayden Hurst kind of fits that same role. And as far as like pass catchers go, like I know he's not great, but in comparison to what they've been dealing with the past like four years, it's really good. Like in comparison, at least. I mean, that doesn't say much about the Carolina Panthers, but I'll try to get him here and we'll see what happens. I might take uh, some Jelani Woods as well. I'm probably going to round out my last picks here with just uh, tight ends and QBs. I have, uh, oh no, I need one more running back. I get five. I won't go four. I thought I had five though. One, two, three. Nope, just four. Probably should get a fifth. It does tell you at the top when you're in your team, it tells you how many of each position you have drafted. Yeah, I know. I oh, uh, just learned that the, the, the hard way. I was gotcha. counting, and then I went five, and then I saw the four and went, well, I can't count. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just going to stick with two QBs, Hertz and Wilson. Don't feel like I really need a third. Put that into my running back market since I have uh, really waited on running back. So I think I'm going to draft another tight yeah. end, another running back, and then I will decide what to do with my remaining pick. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, probably RB – QB tight end. I'm thinking maybe Tannehill, Desmond Ritter, maybe Sam Darnold. Yeah, none of those are inspiring. Uh, I, I would say if you were going to ask me who to take, I, I, I would say Ritter, Levis, or Mayfield. Those are probably the guys I would target from what's mm -hmm. left. Not that any of those are, again, all inspiring, but you know what I could do is I could not take a running back. This is what I'm thinking I'm going to do. I'm not going to take a running back. I'm going to roll with my four. It's going to be awful. I'm going to go with Desmond Ritter as long as he comes back to me. Then I'm going to go tight end. Then my last pick, I'm going Taylor Heineke. Oh, bold. I know. I know. It's not a great strategy, Cotton, going for QB. But I'm, really sh I'm pretty shady at QB, man. This is not a good situation. And if You're, I go all in on Desmond Ritter and he doesn't pan out, at least I have Hero Ball and Taylor Heineke. Let's smash him beers and let's go in there and let's throw some touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I I don't blame you except for I never go four QBs. I'd rather just have a shit you three QB stable and not take the fourth QB. I just I can't believe in it. Can't do it. Not optimal. 
you're going to have to talk me into a running back. I mean, I like some of these guys. They're, they'll have some roles, but I've drafted them too. I've drafted a lot of Shubba Hubbard. I've drafted some Jarek McKinnon. I've drafted uh, Israel Abakanda, uh, Dernis Johnson. No, no Rojo shares, but I'm not trying to get in on that right now. Like, I think they're going to add another guy. Uh, I could go Deuce Vaughn again. Like, I've, I've done that a few times, though. So, I don't know. Yep. It's a little bored. Let's get weird. It is. Uh, there's a, let's see, the other running backs, the, the two that I've drafted that are kind of still left, like the most anyway, are Dwayne McBride and Pierre Strong. Those are the guys that I think um, have upside here. Uh, the other one would be Kyron Williams. I think K-Makers sucks, personally. Interesting. Interesting. I like K-Makers, actually. Well, that's good. I hope we're in a lot I mean, of th- I think I think the I think the thing not to like about him is that he's never healthy. You like him like when he's out there, but I think you're not drafting him because he might just be like that injury type of guy. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't really good last year, and then all of a sudden at the end of the year, then he was like woke up. He was hurt and was good. He was hurt. He came he came back and he just wasn't as good. Yeah. Just not a K Makers guy. I remember laughing so hysterically hard at somebody. And one of like my only like in-person draft that I do every year, this dude took Cam Akers in the second round before the likes of Travis Kelsey, Ooh. Steph Diggs, um, who was the other, uh, Aaron Jones last year too. Like it, I was, yeah, he, the, the dude was sitting beside me and I just like turned and just stared at him. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, your pick, your pick is wrong. I'm like, Cam Akers, what are you doing? He's like, oh, Cam Akers is going to be good. What well, is your problem, man? Yeah, he, he finished dead last. He didn't have a win until like week 10. Damn, that's rough. So, yeah. How many uh, tight ends does Ramrod have? What's he going to do here? He has two here. I think if he reads his Bible, he's not taking any more, but I think he might snipe one from me. I do like he, he, uh, he has the, his tight end stable is Taysom Hill and Jawan Johnson. He might be taking one of my guys right now. He might actually snipe me for a change. Nope, he's there. Irv Smith, top 10 tight end season in bond. Hmm. Bengals? I see it. Yeah. I see the I Bengals like mocked uh, a lot for a tight end as well. So that's, I think, right. possible. I'll take it. I'll take Michael Mayer there too. Doesn't mean that Irv Smith can't get uh, eight plus touchdowns. That's true. Does Just got to stay healthy. Just got to stay healthy. Who needs RBs? I don't need no RB. <laughs> I'm going Taylor Heineke, bro. I could go Jacoby Brissett. Who's more likely to play more games, Taylor Heineke or Jacoby Brissett? Um, Brissett. Big brain thoughts here. Yeah, I would say Brissett, uh, just because I think he's better than Heineke, and you know, I think. The Commanders will be better than the Falcons. And down the stretch, if Sam Howell's struggling, whatever the case may be, I think that they do pull him. But I think I don't think they should, but I think they would, is how I'll put that. Yeah, he doesn't excite me at all. I'm going Taylor Heineke. Uh, you know what? I'll take big I'd rather body take, uh, Delani Woods. I like that. I like that. I'd rather take a daytime cough medicine, like right when I wake up, than, uh, than, uh, than take Jacoby Brissett over Taylor Heineke, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I that just would not excite me whatsoever. Taylor Heineke, he's got some excitement to him, and I think with Arthur Smith, I think he could uh, 
I think he could be a factor in the offense, even as not a starting quarterback. I think they might, uh, you know, get some get some usage, some trick plays. That's what Arthur mm-hmm. Smith likes to do. Likes to open up the playbook. I think it was Honestly, a good thinking, team thinking. signing for them to take Heineke. Um, he has a veteran presence. Mm-hmm. He's been around now and kind of understands what situations look like in the NFL. I think he'll be able to help Ritter. Uh, you know, progress a little bit here. I think that that's ultimately what they want him to do is help progress Ritter a little bit. Not that Heineke is a franchise star quarterback that's really has the, you know, necessary skill set to to do so. But I think that they hope he can do that. Um, and, and he's mm-hmm. good at times. You know, he's he's good for a four or five, six game stretch. Right. But uh, he he's not the answer. So I, I think they really just want him to be able to help Ritter. Um, and signing him also kind of shows Ritter that, hey, man, we, we didn't go out and try to get Lamar Jackson, like we probably aren't going to draft right. somebody, right? Like, so I think that that's a boost of confidence to Ritter as well. It's a nice bonus. We're not drafting Will Levis. Although they, they could. Uh, what we got here? Jamal Agnew off the board. Wow. Wow. Jamal Agnew. That's a new one. I have not seen much Jamal Agnew drafted. That is interesting. Yeah. Who does this guy think he is? That's, I mean, huh? Jamal Agnew, it's, uh, I don't know. He might have a couple of games that he scores a long touchdown, right? Like, it could be a decent best ball pick. I I would I mean, probably take the under 2% in redraft that he's actually drafted like that. But in best ball, I, I mean, it's okay. Does that guy have Trevor Lawrence? Oh, gosh, I hope so. He does, yeah, he does. Okay, well, that's a, you know, that's a decent pick then. It's better than that dude who fucking took Geno Smith from me. Man. Who does such a thing? No loyalty in the streets, man. Yeah, and they also just added Duranis Johnson. They re-signed Jamichael Hasty. I don't know. Like, I don't know how that's going to work out still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvin Marvin Jones left. That's So that helps, I, I suppose, but... I don't think a ton. Jalen Tobler, Marvin Jones now with Detroit, back in Detroit, I believe, right? He was in Detroit before he came back? Correct. Mar- Marvin Jones, yeah. He was yes. there with uh, Stafford, though. Corey Davis, who's a free agent. He'll be uh, on a new team, I believe. Still says the Jets, though. Let's do a second draft. Mm, I don't know. Hmm. We got stuff to do. Plus, I don't want to blow my my last draft immediately on the little board. <laughs> if I would have known that, I'm going to need something to do it. in like two days. Yeah, <laughs> I do really Hardy, hope that Nelson, they, I hope Underdog uh, releases another draft soon. Um, it would be nice to have I, a super flex or a two QB. They they did both of those last year, so I'm hoping that one of those is what they bring out now because uh, those get really cool. exciting. I mean, you want to talk about seeing a shit ton of uh, quarterbacks drafted in the first three rounds. Volatility. Yeah. Yeah. Those are fun. Those are fun. Chase Brown. All right. For my last pick, uh, I'm taking a running back. Dwayne McBride's there. It's interesting. Um, Go with the deuce. Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. You know what? Let's take him. Let's take a little old deucey. Let's go with the deuce. I'm not taking him. I'm taking who I said I was going to take.
Baker Mayfield off the board. DK Dilly Dilly Parker Washington. Nah, dude on the board probably going to take my pick because that's who Nah dude's been this draft. Just kidding. He took Robert Woods and Terrace Marshall and Nico Collins. Oh, you mean you didn't want them? Maybe Nico Collins, like yeah, two rounds Nico later. Because I'm not a bum. I'm not desperate. There he is. Yes, yeah, it's not pretty, guys. It's not pretty. Four, four, ten, and two. It's not the build you think is going to win, but it's the one that's going to bring it home. Little board, one entry. All right, so uh, I'll just read through. Review, uh, uh, I'll, I'll do Ramrod and Dilly's team. You just give me a score, one through ten. Uh, okay, so we got quarterbacks: Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Will Levis. Running backs: Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, Rashad White, Kenny Gainwell, Zach Evans. Wide receivers: Justin Jefferson, Devontae Smith, Chris Olave. Jamison Williams, Rashad Bateman, Tyquan mm-hmm. Thornton, Miko Hardman, and Justin Ross. Justin Tight ends. Ross. Yes, wow. as in the rookie, yeah, well, yeah, was rookie I, last I, year I, for the Kansas City I know Chiefs. who he is. Yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill, Jawan Johnson, and Brock Wright in his tight end stable. So he went with a 3-6-8-3 build. One out of ten. What are you giving him? Uh, he does have some stacks in here, it looks like. Uh, I'll yeah. give you I'll give you a break on the Brock Wright pick. Uh, I like the stack of the Saints tight ends. Justin Ross is uh, does he doesn't have a pulse right now as far as fantasy values go. So that one's going to be tough to recover from. But I'm guessing it was your last pick, probably the last pick of the draft, Mister Relevant. I would imagine. Love the running backs, like Zach Evans. Quarterbacks are so so. I like Will Levis uh, at that value. I think he's going to start quite a few games this season. So, yeah, yeah, I feel pretty good. Let's go with uh, 6.5. You got a couple of penalties here. Six and a half. Okay, respectable, doable. Uh, slide over here to DKM Dilly Dilly. Quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Kenny Pickett, and Baker. Running backs, Nick Chubb, James Cook, Rashad Penny, Elijah Mitchell, Tank Bigsby. Wide receivers, Steph Diggs, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Gabe Davis, uh, Allen Lazard, Romeo mm-hmm. Dubs, Hunter Renfro, Khalil Shakir, Russell Gage. Tight ends, Kyle Pitts, Dawson Knox, and Hayden Hurst. He went with a 3-5-9-3 build. Mm, pretty close to Ramrod, actually. Go with a 6. Oh, a 6. Okay. Okay. I actually I don't, I, I I like... don't love the I don't love the running back group. I like James Cook, but the the rest, um I, I like Rashad Penny and his value. I just think that that's just a tough group not getting multiple of those guys. Like if you get mm-hmm. Penny, you should target Scott with like your last pick, second to last pick or get Gainwell as well. Like having him with naked exposure with no other Eagles. I, I don't love. And the, the rest of the group, uh, and not, not great. Did a good job getting up, um, getting receivers though. You got a lot of receivers. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, here, we'll just uh, go over our teams real quick for uh, everyone listening and watching. Uh, just to recap, I had a two six nine three build. Quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Russ Wilson. Running backs, Brees Hall, Samaje Piran, uh, Deontay Foreman, Roshan Johnson, Kendra Miller, Deuce Vaughn. Wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Jerry Judy, Michael Pittman, Kadarius Toney, Cortland Sutton, Elijah Moore, Sky Moore, Tim Patrick, John Mechie. Tight ends, Dallas Goddard, Dalton Kincaid, Jelani Woods. 
You want to uh, read your team off there? Yeah, I think I think we all pretty much have sixes tonight. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't love your team. I don't, I don't think my team is that great. I got four quarterbacks. <laughs> I got Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, that's an immediate point taken away from me. Yeah, it's I was gonna say I might be a five. Like I mean, like guys, don't feel bad if you don't like your numbers. Uh, like I don't think I did a great <laughs> job. I definitely didn't play it by the book. <laughs> that's for sure. Got to throw that thing out sometimes. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter stacked with Taylor Heineke, Coors Light God. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Brian Robinson stacked with Antonio Gibson, Leonard Fournette. Not very many running backs. Also, you know, maybe less than what the book requires. It's just four. DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett, John Donson, Marquise Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jacoby Myers, Zay Jones, DJ Shark, Tyler Higby, Irv Smith. I think those are pretty good receivers. I, I do like your, your stack of the commanders. Bold there. You have five commanders, I believe. Is that correct? Eric Bieniemy, let's go. That's right. But hey, I got him. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, as bad as my team may look, like there is still a little bit of nuance there. Yep. I'll take it. Yes, like, it's 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 not the greatest looking squad, you know. Hey, uh, not the. A... Uh... What's that? Well, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, just to update anybody, uh, I, I by accident got into a slow draft last night in the big board. Uh, I am currently in the second round still. Uh, the guy on the clock has two hours to go. I'm up in six picks. This is going to be complete hell. Yeah, it's going to be awful. Dude, uh, I was thinking I saw, about it last uh, I was thinking about it last night. I'm going to ask you a question here. I, I thought about it last night. What is harder in your mind, doing the slow drafts or the fast drafts? Slow drafts. Slow. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. That that's what I thought as well because like you only have 30 seconds to pick. You're like trying to put your team together. Mm -hmm. This I feel like it's easier, but it's mentally draining cuz like all day long I was like, "Oh, I better check to see if I'm on the clock." The same dude was on the clock the entire day. Like he still has 2 yeah, hours. Awful. It just it is complete hell. I don't know how people do this. I have a a large respect for people who do slow drafts because my ADHD does not allow me to do a slow draft and I by accident got one in last night and I'm already hating every second. Well, Live drafts are just better in general because you're typically with like you know a larger group of people. There's more camaraderie. It's more fun. People aren't all using the same rankings board. Everybody has their own rankings and things like that. And you're just kind of filling out the board. That that's the most ideal situation to be in. That that's the best way to draft. Just period. The slow draft stuff. I get it. You know, older fantasy football folks and fans. You know, they have kids. They have lives. Things are busy. You know, everything else may be moving at a much faster pace. So maybe they need, you know, their fantasy football to move a little bit slower. So I, I can get yeah. that. And I, I like the, the concept that you're even able to do it for those types of folks. But it also at some point, you know, especially with like the offseason, someone is going to win out on that with like an ADP steal because some bit of information is going to come. You're going to be in the middle of a live draft and you just passed up DeAndre Hopkins and he was just moved to the Bills and you're just like, Wow, like what? And then those next two or three people, they just want in because they just bought like a day and a half worth of time to buy. Yep. So that's that's yeah. my only uh, my only thing against it really is just, is just like those people that will have those opportunities to steal really easy picks when something just breaks, you know, when something just happens in the news. But otherwise, yeah, live draft in person, everybody getting around, getting oh, down, yeah. you know. Maybe maybe kicking back something out of the cooler, you know, maybe lighting up some cigars. You know, it's a good time. Yeah, lighting up something. It's, good way, sure. it's a good way to live life. <laughs> All right, we're going to head out of here. Appreciate everybody that 
followed along with us. If you're on Spotify, please be sure to download the episode. At this point, if you're still listening, like you listen for a long time, might as well keep it downloaded and keep it refreshed there so you can refer back to us. And also be sure to leave us a positive review. Do you have something to share before we head out, boss? Uh, no, I'm just going to reiterate again, Underdog Fantasy. Uh, you know, we were brought to brought to you guys by Underdog Fantasy. If you are listening and have not signed up for Underdog Fantasy, please do so using promo code SGPN. We uh, do give you a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. So please go over there and do that. Uh, it helps the show and it helps us. Yep, absolutely. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. You can also find us on YouTube at SGPN Fantasy Football and go to sportsgamblingpodcastnetwork.com and you'll smash the fantasy tab and find all of our good stuff. We've got IDP, we've got Dynasty, we've got Redraft, we've got Best Ball, we've got Rankings for all sorts of options that I've just uh, listed off. So come ride with us. Take care, be well, be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.